Today, we're joined by Aaron Jacoby, who heads up our auto practice for Aaron Fox. Uh, thanks for joining us, Aaron. Thanks for having me. I understand that one of the big issues that the auto industry has been dealing with uh, in the COVID crisis is FMLA issues. Uh, can you speak on that? Yeah, sure, Tony. The, the issue that came up is, of course, the Family Medical Leave Act was amended, and it was amended to provide aid to uh, both employees and employers who were going to be facing layoffs or furloughs uh, based on um, the crisis here. There are, for example, at auto dealerships, there are large numbers of employees who were uh, furloughed or laid off. And uh, a lot of auto dealerships are of varying sizes. So the new family medical leave amendments, which applied to companies with uh, between 50 and 499 employees, uh, and actually can apply to companies with less than 50 employees as well if they apply for it, allows employees to receive and, and requires employers to pay for 80 hours of paid time off if they either get sick themselves, uh, and that would be at 100%, or if they have to care for a family member, uh, and that would be at 66% of their pay for that 80 hours. And then the employer is able to ask for a, a tax credit on its employment taxes and the IRS has promised to uh, submit those uh, and pay those credits quickly and, and turn around the whole thing very quickly. So uh, there were a lot of questions about what are the rules? Uh, how fast will this be turned around? Do we have to pay everybody, et cetera? Uh, and from employees asking their employers, there were just all kinds of questions. Uh, that you would expect anyway with a new law. But when a new law is put together and issued this quickly, which was all well within one week, there's, there's a lot of questions that uh, are on people's minds. Well, one of the questions I think you, you've discussed with me is actually how to account uh, that number. Uh, can you speak on that? Sure. That's an important issue because many dealerships, at least uh, auto dealerships in the country, are owned by groups. And so a group may have two or three brands, let's say a Jaguar dealership, a BMW dealership, and a Range Rover dealership, or they may have 25 or 50 or more groups. And each dealership probably has anywhere from 50 to 300 employees. So if someone looks at a dealership operation as one dealership, often they would fit into the 50 to 499 category. The Family Medical Leave Act, though, uh, aggregates employees that are part of a single control group, meaning a single organization that provides the same benefits, the same pay, that sort of thing to all of its employees. And most dealership groups are organized in that way. So there are quite a few where if you use the typical FMLA counting mechanism, they will be beyond uh, the count. In other words, 500 plus employees and not included in this new amendment. 
another issue, Aaron, I know you've told me you've been dealing with, with a lot of uh, the auto clients is the issue of furloughs and layoffs. Um, what type of advice are you giving these companies? Well, the question that comes up for uh, people in the industry is whether or not the WARN Act applies. And as as you know, and as many know, the WARN Act is uh, a law that requires giving notice to employees 60 days in advance of a mass layoff. Now, that's counted different ways depending on the state uh, or whether you're using federal law. And so given that uh, uh, dealers and others were looking at furloughs and layoffs on a pretty large scale. The the fear was that they would then be in violation of the Warren Act. Well, in California, Governor Newsom, and by the way, California has a mini Warren Act, uh, which has its own standards. It has a more strict counting mechanism, and some. Uh, uh, applications of the law that are more strict than under federal standards. Governor Newsom, however, about a week ago, which seems so long ago in this in this crisis because things change day by day, but about a week ago suspended the California Warren Act to allow for both employees and employers within California to take advantage of the uh, new federal law that is out there, the amendment to the FMLA that allows employees to get paid and employers to get credits and also allows for employers to do what is necessary to allow for the survival of the organization. So that suspension of the WARN Act is something that was somewhat well publicized, but that a lot of people had questions about. And we answered quite a lot of questions about that. On the federal level, of course, there's an exemption for emergencies. And everybody, I think, would agree that this qualifies as an emergency. But we certainly handled, along with our firm's employment team, a lot of crisis calling with regard to this issue. So, Aaron, much of this advice that you're talking about, you've put out on your uh, newsletter and email list. And I think it's also on the uh, AaronFox.com website. Is that correct? That's correct. All of the different topics we're discussing today have been put out in alerts and the alerts set forth a step-by-step method or uh, to comply with whether they're uh, state orders, county orders, federal orders, the new family medical leave amendment. and. Uh, you know, government relations, bulletins, et cetera. So we have that all uh, in our newsletter, in our alerts, on our website, on managing automotive. It's all there. Perfect. Thanks, uh, Aaron, for joining us today. No problem. Happy to do it.